0: Coffee
1: Time, Time Theology. Theology, yeah! Kia ora e and welcome to Coffee Time Theology. I'm Stu.
0: And I'm Grace. And we're so glad to have you here.
1: Grab a coffee and sit down and relax, and we're going to talk about theology. But first, I just wanted to let you know, previously, we recorded a podcast for the lockdown in New Zealand, eh? Yeah. And it was kind of an experiment, uh, an expression of church during lockdown. And that's actually the uh, pre-runner to this? The origin story. The the origin story of this podcast. Season one, we call it, of this podcast is available uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. And we've recently just gone through and re-uploaded or fixed the audio on some of those episodes. So if you're interested in listening to some of the stuff from two years ago, it's, again, an expression of church in that time. We've cut out the music due to some copyright stuff, but it's there. If you're a historian in the future trying to figure out what church looked like in 2020, we got you covered with this podcast.
0: Yeah, first-hand resources.
1: Check that out if you're interested. Season one of Coffee Time Theology. Today we're going to talk about fear, which is pretty extreme, I think. It's
0: a big topic.
1: It's a big topic. And I'm just going to throw Grace a little bit in the deep end. What are you afraid of?
0: Quite a few things. The most ironic, given that I'm currently speaking on a podcast, is my fear of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, this isn't really in public because I'm just here with you. But, you know, the same the same sort of thing applies.
1: Yeah, people are listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks so enthused. Now, Grace is really glad that you're listening. Just to clarify, I didn't force her to be here.
0: I'm just afraid of public speaking. Just
1: afraid of public speaking.
0: Yeah. What are you afraid of?
1: I'm. I'm quite afraid of heights, Mm. as you know. I do. Yeah. It's not a fun thing. It's the you know the ironic. Oh, ironic. The cliche statement of like, I'm not afraid of heights, I'm afraid of falling from them or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's not the height that I'm afraid of, it's the landing. It's the landing. It's not
1: landing. Uh, no, I'm actually quite afraid of heights. Apart from planes, like I'm fine with planes, I'm fine with like looking out a window and looking down. So mm. uh, I don't know how, that, how those work. I also,
0: I, I don't know. We actually,
1: today's topic comes from one of our listeners who posed the question, how do we do community while we're scared? Mm -hmm. Which is a great question for us in 2022 to be wrestling with. COVID times. COVID times. Fear, fear, fear. Fear is everywhere, you know? Yeah. So what does it mean to do community while scared? We talked about how we were going to answer this. And I think what we we decided was going to kind of pull apart the question. Now, not like the logistics of the question, like exactly how it's written, because I've probably paraphrased it too. But, you know, what is doing community? Because I think... Once we know that, why are we doing community? What are we doing? What do we mean?
0: What is community? What is
1: community? You know, how's fear getting in the way of that? And then how do we move on from that? It's kind of what we're, yeah. we're going to wrestle with today. So what's doing community?
0: Christian community or just community in general?
1: Ooh,
0: Are they, are they the same? Are they, are they different?
1: That's a good question. I think, you know, in the context of the question... Both are relevant. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I guess we'll take the Christianity, we'll just take our Christianity and put it aside for a second. Sure, Sure. that's a thing we can do. That we should be advocating. We'll just pop that aside. What's community outside of a a Christian concept?
0: Probably like a, a growing relationship around shared interests. Okay, yeah. Often communities gather around things like sports teams, children at school at the same time. Mm. Shared hobbies can create little communities. And then there's also probably an older school version of it where you all live in the same place and so you're kind of forced to deal with each other.
1: Mm. I I like to think of community like the internet. Sure. Sure. So uh, if you know what the internet is, which I'm sure you do sort of, most people kind of understand the concept of the internet, But essentially, the internet is a network of networks of networks of networks. You know, like it's a whole bunch of networks stuck together that connect and route data between them and traffic between them and all these fancy things. Just a massive inter-networked thing. Internet. A community, I think, is like that network of relationships, right? So you've got relationships between one person, two people, three people, and where they start to intersect, Mm -hmm. you know, where they start to cross over and like mesh nicely, like that's community. Yep. Right. And so when I think of doing community, like the active choice to be part of a community and being part of community activities, building those relationships and developing the community is kind of the the thought process again.
0: The community is what develops when those relationships start spreading out, right?
1: I think so. I think the difference between a, a relationship and a community is a community is made up of lots of relationships. Yeah. So you could argue that you live within a community in the context of a space, but you don't have community if you don't know any of the people in that space.
0: And that's an like, an increasing problem mm. in the world at the moment is that people are less and less likely to know their next door neighbours, mm. to have people down the road that they go and visit as you know, society gets more and more disconnected and fragmented. And COVID has sort of sped that up.
1: So when we say doing community, I think that's the intentional act of being part of a community and being part of a wider set of relationships than just yourself, yeah. just your, your close friends. You can be a close-knit community, but I think doing community is that intentional developing of the interpersonal relationships within that space. Ugh.
0: She's got to th- throw out some big
1: words. Got to throw out some big words, apparently. <laughs> interpersonal relationships isn't exactly a complicated word, is it? I don't know. It's, it's still two, a big it's word. It's several words. It's not one word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. If it was one word, it would be a big yeah, word. Yeah,
1: that's true. So if we take that's the idea of doing community in a Christian context, mm. usually when we talk about doing community, we put it in a faith community context. Now, the most obvious faith community that people think of is church, mm-hmm. right? Is the communities that are built around a church service. You know, there's the whole, uh, when we say church, we mean a whole bunch of different things. We, mean we are the church. is the body of Christ. We do church by having a church service. We live out church. It's the way of life of being the body of Christ in community. You know, church is a lot of a lot of things when we say that. But I think most common what we mean is is the community associated with a church service.
0: The gathering on a Sunday. The
1: gathering on a Sunday. Mm. And so doing church doing church, doing community in a Christian context often revolves around that, but not exclusively. I think it's revolving around a faith community and being people together being Christians together right
0: coming at it from a slightly different angle from a metaphorical sort of angle for a Christian community what it means is that network of relationships that's gathered by us all collectively sitting at the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. metaphorically
1: metaphorically not literally cuz we don't know where his feet are
0: that's an in joke
1: it's an in joke sorry that's too that's true
0: so sitting metaphorically at the feet of Jesus and bringing all of our baggage with us Mm. and then talking to the person next to us who's also brought their baggage Mm. and saying like, we've all got this baggage. Let's all talk about it together, work through it together, figure out how we live this life sitting at the feet of Jesus together.
1: Mm. And that's, that's an idea or a concept for church community.
0: Yeah. Of what, what the church community is at a base level Mm. all about. You know, it's not about the style of music or what colour the walls are or what brand of coffee you have, but it's about that people coming together to learn what it means to be Christian.
1: Mm. So that's, you know, that's what is doing community. I think alongside that Christian church concept, there's a lot of little things at play. There's things like doing community is that intentional act of doing it with someone else. Yeah. Right. So when we have a church community, the idea of hey, we want to be a disciple of Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. We want to learn from Jesus. We want to emulate Jesus. Follow, follow. Do Walk all of in these things. Walk in his footsteps. Find out where his feet are right now. Um, we want to do all of that stuff as a community. We do it with other people, right? We have someone walking next to us. Yeah. Someone we're journeying with, and the relationship between us as we pursue the shared Dull. outcome, Dull. outcome uh, yeah. desire. But none of those words quite work. The shared yeah. passion, maybe. Um, yeah. Of becoming more like Jesus, that's where the community aspect sits. But in saying that, like, that's a very one-dimensional community. Mm. You know, like, if, if it was only about, hey, we're doing this thing together, it's quite a one-dimensional community. If you can't bring all of who you are, like, if you can only share that, hey, we're doing the same thing, but we're not actually, like, I don't know you, I'm not friends with you, I don't share any my, anything else of my life with you, we're just doing this thing together. That's quite a one dimensional community and that's not actually what we want. You know, that's not what we believe is helpful.
0: Well, I guess I was talking more that the sharing of those deep things is what helps to create the community. Mm, yeah. Okay. And so a community sort of loses its oomph when oomph. Oomph, Yes. When people stop sharing those deep things, when people stop being willing to bring their authentic whole selves even if that authentic whole self is not perfect.
1: Mm. So how would we sum up what it is to do community, do you think? Should we give it a go? Give it a go. It could be doing community in a Christian context is the relationships that we intentionally build with other people while seeking a relationship with God.
0: And bringing our whole authentic selves into that.
1: Yeah, because I think like... The, the trick is the authentic relationship bit. It's not a fake relationship. It's not a surface level relationship.
0: It's not uh, putting forward only your best self and refusing to allow the rest of you to be seen mm. by the other people in your community. If
1: that's doing community, I guess there's this, the idea that fear gets in the way. Now, it's easy in the current climate to see what fear means in a COVID context, right? You know, fear of getting COVID. Yeah, the fear of getting sick, the fear of putting others at risk, mm-hmm. uh, the fear of missing out because of COVID—all of these are fears. Yeah, that get in the way. And fear is this thing where it's it's either rational or irrational. You know, there's—I guess oh, there's not really a middle ground. You know?
0: Yeah, you can have fears that are completely valid and a perfectly reasonable response to be having to something that's happening in your life, and you can also have fears that are just completely irrational and they come from nowhere and. They just arrived with yeah. no reason.
1: Yeah. And it's this this idea of fear can encompass both of those things. And so yeah. fear of getting sick, preventing you from being part of a community, from getting it from doing community, sorry, is kind of a fear, Fair. fear, fear at the moment. You know, like it makes sense that that would be a fear people hold. Entirely reasonable. What does that mean? You know, like there's also the fear of, Will I be judged? You know, there's the fear of if you're joining a community, there's all sorts of fear. Am I welcome here? Is who I am okay?
0: What if these people are only accepting perfect people?
1: What if my brokenness is more broken than everyone else's brokenness? You know, all of these things that are fears that stop us engaging engaging and doing community. How does fear get in the way of us doing community like we say we want to? How does Mm -hmm. fear get in the way of us? living community, doing community like we believe we're created to, is people created in the image of God for community. Well, I guess it stops us, right? (laughs) Like At at its most basic thing, the fear gets in the way because it's like, no, no, no.
0: You can't do that.
1: You can't do this. Fear of not being good enough that makes you go, hey, I'm not going to do this. There's the fear of getting sick, which means you choose not to be a part of something. Or perhaps just as dangerous is the fear of getting sick so you come to something and don't engage. Yeah. Right? Because I think there's, there's two levels of this fear. There's the fear of, especially around the COVID stuff, I'm not going to go see people. I'm not going to talk to people. I'm not going to connect with people because I might get sick. But then there's the, the second part of it. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm physically present. But the fear of getting sick actually stops me from connecting with you at any real level. Like,
0: yeah. The fear is keeping me in a corner.
1: Mm. I mean, fear gets in the way. and. I guess there's this thing of like, those are reasonable fears. Yeah. You know, those are things to be wrestled with because it's perfectly reasonable to go, hey, I'm worried.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: afraid of my child getting sick. Yeah. So I will not participate in this thing right now because I need to protect them or myself. Like that's a, that's a rational thing. To think. To think, yeah. to, to wrestle with. So that's one of the ways that fear is getting in the way, and it's not necessarily inherently bad. I think that's, that's what I'm trying to say there is that there's this fear that is, you know, not good, fear of not being accepted.
0: Mm.
1: Like, that's a fear that is sometimes true and fair, and sometimes you in your own head. Yeah. Both of them get in the way, and you have to figure out kind of how to wrestle with that. Is this a fair fear? fear? Or is this a unfair fear? How many times can Stu say fear?
0: I think coming up on two years, well, just past two years into this pandemic, what we're now thinking about talking about is how do we still do community in spite of the fear? How do we see the fear, acknowledge the fear as being entirely rational and reasonable and think, but I still need to connect with other followers of Jesus. I need to have community. Deep, authentic, real community, even though I can't physically meet up with people right now. Mm. How do we do that? And you know, there's heaps of ways we can do that now. We've had two years of the people of Christ thinking about how to pull together, how to create community. A lot of it has moved online. Mm. There's online spaces where you can be your true, authentic, open self, be loved and accepted, and find relationships with others who are being their own true, authentic selves.
1: Look, I think this this connection, this community stuff has actually, it's highlighted spaces where we haven't had it before, right? Yeah. One of the things that the online push, the push towards being online for church is one of the things we've defaulted to is, is content, is, hey, here's some musical worship that you can participate in by yourself. Here's some sermon. Here's some teaching. Here's some resource you can consume mm. by yourself. You can participate in by yourself. And it's kind of highlighted the places where we weren't actually getting the community we wanted to. Yeah, Because I think one of the, the struggles that we have now is, yes, we have COVID through our community. We have this very real illness that is in our community. However, we're also starting to move past it. We're starting to move into a space where, okay, cool, everyone I know has had it or, you know, lots of everyone I know have had it and people are starting to recover and All sorts of things. We're starting to move in the space of like, oh, what I got from church, I could get online. Mm. You know, I wasn't actually getting community.
0: Yeah. It's made us look at church in kind of a different way in regards to is it community or is it content creation? Mm. Because if it's just content creation, there's so much content online. Mm. And the people who wanted to consume church as content, there's so many places that have wonderful content all over the internet, and for people who have struggled to find community, there's places of community online as well. Mm. But then there's also a a yearning and a desire and a need for that human connection, that person-to-person, face-to-face, sit down and have a coffee with.
1: Mm. I think one of the things for me is that I've been considering over these last two years of pandemic and blah, 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 is all of the things that we desire from church can happen outside of church and don't always happen within church. Yeah. Right. And so those are the, the massive challenges. How do we do community while scared is a question for the church post pandemic as it is during and before. Like I'm coming to this thing, but I'm scared of showing myself to the person next to me. I'm scared of sharing who I am. So I'm not doing community. I'm here to, to participate in the content. And that question is still massive. Yeah.
0: Here's a room full of people Mm. who are all yearning for earnest and authentic connection, but are all afraid of showing their true selves. And so are all presenting perfect, unproblematic lives and actually not having any connection at all.
1: Look, so I think the biggest answer then is, you know, for how do we do community while scared? The worst part about this is that we take a risk. Right The hardest part about this is I have to go, okay, I'm scared of this. do I want this or not?
0: I'm going to step outside my comfort zone and reveal who I am and that
1: and scary. figure out how to do it safely. Yeah, you know like find someone you trust. The hardest thing is I think if you don't have anyone you trust, mm. how do you find out who's trustworthy? you know like and the answer is kind of prayer, maybe Google.
0: combination <laughs> of you the know, like two Prayer
1: and Google as in like, hey God, I, I really need. I really need a faith community that I can trust. Hey, God, I really need to find a person I can trust to wrestle these things with. And the Google comment, a little bit facetious. You can ask Google anything. At the same time, if you don't have a faith community, there are thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of faith communities. Millions even. Millions even that are wrestling with these questions, you know?
0: There are so many people of faith out there that would be thrilled to have an authentic and honest conversation about where you're at.
1: mm and I think the 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 honest answer to how we do community while scared is the same way we do it when we're not scared. We just do it, we reach out to someone.
0: We take a step. We
1: take a step and go, "Hey, let's hang out. okay, cool i'm I'm worried about the pandemic right now, so we have to hang out online. But I think the realization and the commitment to be like, "Hey, this is an interim step." Yeah, for community. Like I think for me and the 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 thought processes that I've had is that an online community. The online community is great for maintaining those and building those connections. But there's something else about the being together, you know, face to face, like is actually really important. I worry sometimes that in, in a digital age, we lose some of that. Yeah. You know, that we lose some of the being present. How do we do community when we're scared? Like when we can't meet physically, I think we use whatever tools we can. Yeah. You know, like use the phone, use Facebook Messenger, use Instagram, use TikTok, use whatever technology you can to connect with others, to maintain relationships, to build new relationships. But I think it, there always has to be an end to it. Yeah. Not necessarily an end. There has to be a way to meet in person for that relationship to take kind of the next the next yeah. step to to continue being real.
0: So if we're going to like take a step back mm-hmm. and say we've got this thing we want, We want to be in community. And we've got this thing that's stopping us, which is fear of one thing or another. How do we see our goal, put boundaries around our fear so that we can feel safe while pursuing our goal?
1: Mm.
0: For me, one of the verses that came up when we were discussing, talking about fear, is that for me, the most important thing is understanding that our fear can't separate us from God. Mm, It's good. You know, I think of the verse in Romans 8, where Paul says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Like this pandemic can't separate us from God.
1: Mm. While we might feel separated from each other, you know, while we might be separated by our fear, separated from each other by our fear.
0: We can't be separated from
1: God. The love of God is... All-consuming. No, you know, like yeah. there's nothing that can stop it. And I think that's, that's massive and huge. While it doesn't give us that same sense of community with each other, community with God is something we can find anywhere. Yeah. Right? We're invited to be part of the relationship that God has. The relationships yeah. that God has. Yeah. At the same time, it's important for us to go, cool, it's still important for me to connect with others.
0: It's that sitting at the feet of Jesus. We can do that anywhere. But reaching out to the person sitting next to us at the feet of Jesus needs us to be sitting next to them. Mm. And whether that's in an online community where you reach out by sending a message or whether it's by going to a church and physically sitting down next to a person, mm. we can still reach out in spite of our fear.
1: In spite of our fear. So we just want to encourage you this today, this morning. I don't know when you're listening to this, but this morning. Uh, right now. Right just now. right now. If you're looking for community, if you're missing community because of fear, If you're missing community because of perfectly reasonable fear, there are ways, like there are options, you know, it might not be walking into a big church right now and going, hey, I'm going to sit down next to a stranger and have them breathe on me and, uh, you know, connect. It might not be that, but reaching out to someone you know and trust and going, hey, can we have coffee somehow? Hey, can we have masks on coffee? Hey, can we go for a socially distanced walk
0: In in the
1: garden with our masks on so we can be community together? Just do it.
0: And, you know, if, if part of the fear is that there isn't anyone that you think you can reach out to, you're always welcome to reach out to us or reach out to your local church. They'll be thrilled to hear from you mm. and they will love you and they will welcome you. And you can say, hey, look, I'm scared, but I need community. Mm. So take a deep breath. Know that you're loved.
1: Drink more water and have a great day. Bye. Bye.